When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your friend having bad spending habits and not having financial literacy mm-hmm. has nothing to do with Mel's wardrobe, baby. <laughs> Mel's wardrobe never once said, I am a um, personal finance influencer no. who will teach you how to have luxurious things at, at a budget. I mean, at a discounted price and ensure that while your bank account is flourishing, your wardrobe is too. She never said she that. She never said that. And she also, there's actually plenty of other influencers out there promoting Pretty Little Thing and Fashion Over. So go and be influenced go by and them. Go be influenced by them if you want and if you want to ruin the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's at the same time. It's true. You can't fucking win. We, you want her to rebrand the type of influencing that she does to suit what you want. Mm. Go and find the influencer that influences yeah. you in the way that you like. And there's literally, there's thousands, millions of women out there who are promoting shit clothes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I just don't get, black people can just never have good yeah. things in this life. Do you know what? I think sometimes with the black community, there's kind of like this assumption that there's like this scarcity approach yeah that we yeah. never have anything yeah and i think a lot of people are struggling to actually realize that there are actually a lot of black women out there doing exceptionally well and they can afford these things yeah, and luxury yeah. is actually for us and we deserve it and if we want to i don't know treat ourselves to a, a pair of designer heels or something why can't we we don't yeah. look at white women the same way <laughs> Welcome all. I'm Fola. <laughs> and I'm Rakia. And welcome to episode Blood Clark 50 of Wait, Am I Toxic? I can't believe this. 50. 50. Well done, us. What a moment. I know. Do you know what? Through thick and thin, we've showed up. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something about our marriage. I was thinking. No. Oh. Yeah. Heartbreak, absolutely. Grief. Absolutely. Absolutely. Homelessness. No, seriously, through it all, we've managed to find our way to the studio to chat some shit. Every single week. And to open our nyash <laughs> on this podcast <laughs> and overshare. You know, in yeah. recent times, I keep thinking like, I think I've been oversharing on this pod, you know. Same. No, I think I overshare. Really? You don't. I And that's what's been making me feel some type of way because I'm like, so I'm the only punk here. What? Opening their nyash. I don't think you've ever said anything that I'm like, touchy. Do you feel like you have? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I guess it's subjective, yeah, isn't it? Subjective. Yeah. There's yeah. definitely been times I've left and I'm like, oh, really? And I think it's only when like maybe colleagues say, oh, I listen to the pod or whatever. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Because I'm just in a room with you. So I, yeah. I know, it sounds silly, but every time someone says they listen, I'm like, oh, really? Like, yeah. You know my life. No, there's definitely been times where I've walked away from this pod. And I feel like I'm so tempted to edit that out. I think Same, maybe yeah. the the abuse one I done I found Aww. particularly quite difficult. Oh, um, and sometimes I feel like I 
I slandered my mum a bit too much. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? That's <laughs> one about family. that I was reflecting on on my way here as well. Like, mm. I've had people message me like, uh, that was about me. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot people are listening. It's not just you I and didn't me. know you were listening. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but this week I've in particular I've been like I think I overshare. And do you know what it is? Yeah, let me free the rule. Someone you did it again. Oh. <laughs> You're controllable. <laughs> Shui, let me shut my mouth. Let me see. <laughs> I'm actually uncontrollable. Chatty patty. Let me. Sh- no, I was Bruh. gonna. I was gonna censor it, but it's true. Let me just not say it. <laughs> no, go and say it. Everyone's gonna be mad at even. That you, shot, that, yeah, you that you shot that you shot me up um <laughs> i'm trying to think of the censored <laughs> version now <laughs> basically someone has been asking to listen to my podcast and i'm like no oh okay because i just i'm I sure the like, listeners can put two and two together well thanks for adding your two cents <laughs> first you told me i'm oversharing then i censor it and then you bait out what's going on <laughs> anyway yeah i feel like oh i actually fall away about sharing this because I talk too much. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I just, do you know what? I think it's best that some people actually just don't listen. Yeah, because I same. think it takes away from the opportunity of actually getting to know me properly. That's my. What's going on here? Why are you? Why I was you, thinking. No, no, I was, I was actually going to cost you a bit. You're, you're being up my situation. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Well, that goes for, you know, new colleagues, new interactions, romance. (laughs) For goodness. This is so awkward. But it's true, though. It's actually true. Yeah. I think, yeah, no, my mum listens sometimes a bit like, ouch. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah. I don't know. It it is what it is. It is what it is. It's a bit of a diary, isn't it? Um, It is a diary. But either way, let's not delay ourselves. We put out great yeah, content no, we every week. We've been trying. And I think what we share is helpful, even if it's to make people laugh. Like, it is what it is. Yeah. And this is what we signed up for. Do yeah. you know what I mean? No, I'm proud of us. Same. I'm really proud. Yeah. Because it, it can... Yeah, it's hard. It's, it's hard. Really hard. We've been the consistent. Show must go on. I'm very excited about fifth, number 52, because obviously that's one year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, how are you? Um, I'm nervous to say it. I'm tired, but basically, <laughs> I, I'm really tired. But I feel better now. I had a coffee just before we recorded. So what happened was mm. my sleeping pattern's a bit of a mess at the moment for no reason other than I think the daylight timing has messed me up. Oh, it's it's very dark. It's always yeah. it's dark really early. So basically, I crash every day around seven, which is not like me. Mm. And then I kind of do something to perk myself up, and then I can't sleep till like four. Yes. That's what's been happening. That's literally me. Yeah, yeah. So I'm uh, today. Yeah, I realized that I think active. it's the, I think it's the weather and the light time. The light yeah, time. your body feels Daylight. like you should be asleep. Yes, but then your brain's like, but it's seven. Exactly. So it's fighting it and yeah. then it overfights it. Oh, exactly. Then you go in the light too. Yes. That was me. I literally I went to a Mira Maze concert, Ew. which I enjoyed. Aww. Um, and I got home at like twelve, and I was exhausted, and I went to bed at like two thirty. Mad. And I was like, what the Why heck am I not I sleeping? Yeah. It's a joke. Yeah, so that's messed me up. Last night. And so basically, usually I don't usually I don't usually watch something to sleep. Mm. But recently I've been like, well, I'm here now. I should probably just put something on. And now it keeps me up even longer. Like before I was naturally <laughs> sleeping at two. Now I'm naturally sleeping at four. So last night I was watching the Dharma sh- show. Have you so, seen it? No, do you know what? I tried Basically, I thought it was like a doc. So did I. So I was like, ooh, and then it's not. But so there's I two. There's a doc off. one as well. I'm going to watch that after. Oh, all right. I'll watch the doc. I'm not going to watch the 
the series or whatever it is. Yeah, the doc, my sister warned me, she said she couldn't sleep afterwards. Holy moly. It's really scary. So I know this is a bit dark, but I find carnivals absolutely unbelievable. Like, my brain can't process it. There are some really mad people in this life. Like, it's so scary to think that somebody's psyche can be that messed up that they because mm. basically this man he loves people so much that he wants to eat their heart <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing it's real <laughs> maybe there's like some there's something going wrong in their biology that's my point maybe it's, it's like, like it's instinctual because even like with um when women give birth they say they want to lick their child so maybe mm. that's like, <laughs> they love them so much that's, that like lick their child doesn't lick the the mess off of them when they come out of the vagina. No, but then no, they might like want to. They just there's a lot of women say that when they give birth, they just want to lick their child, even as in, it's their face, their body. They just want to lick. Do their you child. mean immediately post giving birth? Yeah, they want to lick. Lick, yeah. The what is it called? Amniotic fluid. What is it called? I don't. I don't know if it's they want to lick the fluid, but they just have the desire. I understand to lick. wanting to lick the child, yeah. but if you're talking about licking the stuff off of them, that's where I'm like. You need help. That's, that's scary. Yeah, that's I kind of get wanting to lick the child. Like when I really, even with a man, I want to lick his face. Yeah. When chest. I really feel someone. Yeah. <laughs> chest. I was talking nipples. That's not what I was getting. <laughs> I wasn't getting at that. <laughs> Have you ever sucked a man's nipple? <laughs> See what I mean about this point? I want to be <laughs> No, I've, I've nibbled. I've nibbled. Nibbled. Nipple. Yeah, that's, they like that. I know. I just find it so... <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you say demeaning. Yeah, but, yeah, I just feel like, how can you have a sensation in your nipple? As I a mean, man? we do. Yeah, we do. But we're women. I it, think some toxic masculinity should stop them from letting us suck their nipple. You reckon? Yeah. We need a, a dose more of that, <laughs> that toxic masculinity, man. For, it's for true. I'm sucking breasts. You're looking down on me and I'm... And I'm sucking your, your breasts. <laughs> <laughs> that is mad. We need toxic that masculinity to come back. Because... <laughs> Do you know what uh, messes me up about it? It's the fact that there isn't a breast. If it There's was a no breast, breast that, yeah. then it just makes psychological sense to me. But it's like some tiny little thing that you're <laughs> trying to force in. Some men have breasts. Very it's true. One. That's actually true. Yeah. Yeah. Man boobs. Got titties. But yeah, anyway. Um, Dharma. Dharma. It's very scary. Very creepy. Mm. I was, I think what messed me up last night is like, I got too deep in my head about how creepy it is. And I started mm. trying to work out, not work out, but I started thinking about like psychologically messed up people. So I can't explain <laughs> how a million times I was saying prayers, like doing the cross on my really? body, like head, shoulder, knees and, knees and toes. Because I was thinking, you never know when you step outside in this life. Oh yeah, You that's just true. don't know yeah. what mad person you're crossing paths with. Even my friend told me that her stepdad... Um, I think he had work really early one morning. And then when he left for work, he said hello to his neighbour. He's like, oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah, whatever. He had just killed his, his mum and yeah. chopped her up. What the fuck? It's shocking. Yeah. Like, you live in that building with that person. And That's, he had no clue. Oh, so scary. Mm. That's what was in the show. I'd, sorry, spoilers. Spoiler alert, oh, it was, I guess. It came out a long time ago. Exactly, yes. I hope it's not a spoiler. But yeah, I think I'm late. But he had neighbours and he, basically loads of... He had body parts decomposing in his house. Like, he was chopping people up in a different kind of way. And the neighbour was complaining or something. Yeah, that it yeah. smells. Everyone said it really smelled. Wow. Sorry, there was one neighbour, Rukia. Mm. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. <laughs> the way I'll break into that prison to finish the job and kill him. Mm. He gave her a human sandwich. <gasps> and she ate it. Oh, my God. Rukia, what was the feedback, though? What did it taste like? Ah! Well, that's just <laughs> 
What do you know? I'm not too shocked. Are you a cannibal? What is that? Are you why? Why? Why are you interested? That is. I don't think any interviewer asked her that because that's the least relevant part like of the story. What? Salt and pepper? Are you Ricky? Stop! Stop it! You're scaring why are we me. Animals. That's cruel. I, I think I'm gonna start being a pesky, you know, and veg, eventually vegetarian. I can't I'm believe the turn that this conversation has taken. <laughs> You're really like comparing eating children. human beings to eating. Do you know what? Meats. I know that it's wrong. Huh? But I think at the moment. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What <laughs> no, is wrong? On? No, it's wrong. It is really wrong. It shouldn't kill humans and eat them. That's, that's for sure. However, that's for sure. So making this about me, I feel really bad about eating animals lately. Really? Yeah, I think for the past couple of weeks, I'm trying to save money. So I buy a chicken. Oh. And like when I'm like seasoning chicken, I'm like, I'm seasoning someone's child. That's like, someone's child. This is bad. You're I even break his bone a little bit. Uh, yeah, I saw on Instagram. You know, I love my food videos. I saw mm. a spatchcock chicken, <laughs> and I thought this is fucked up. Is that like, the person bad. was like, you cut the spine out, and I was like, yes. Whoa. No, it's that is bad. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I mean, more recently, I've been watching loads of animal things. I've started following this um, elephant sanctuary mm. in Kenya, and so now my for you page and my. Um, my feed or whatever is filled with loads of animal content Aww. and the connection that they have to their children See? like um basically i feel like for i don't know the in- industry food industry mm. purposes they've convinced us that there isn't a connection between animal and there their is. young so i never think about like a chicken and its mother and the, <laughs> the role that a mother chicken plays yeah. and how seriously it takes that role but they do they form real connections with their young but we've obviously I don't know. I guess it's been marketed as that's not a thing yeah, so yeah. that it's easier for us to eat them. Mm. But yeah, all of the content is showing like when you actually allow them to stay together, the role that they take on and like, they actually nurture, the ch- nurture oh their child. Yeah, it's very interesting. Do you know what? what? What's the month now? 18th. Maybe to the end of the month because I am enjoying the Mac Crispy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just yesterday, I wrote in a nice. chat to you, roast, and then I really? backspace. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, it's enough, man, it's enough. <laughs> My, I searched on Instagram, roast dinner, and Ooh, I just watched bad really? videos. Rikia was banging. I love a roast. I didn't want to tr- trigger you, that's so why I didn't send it. I Thank proper you. wrote roast and I backspaced. <laughs> yeah, so maybe... And then, you know what's actually even funnier? In my roast search, yeah. one of the results was a vegan roast and it looked disgusting. Mm. And I was going to send it to you to say, look what these fucking idiots are doing. <laughs> look what they're fucking doing to our roast, our precious roast. <laughs> you wouldn't want it, I, I promise. Nah, I'm quite um, quite British when it comes to my roast. Traditional. Traditional. Yeah. Traditional. Bit of lamb, beef, chicken. Loads of roast stuffing. restaurants in London at the moment. Like loads of... um brunch boozy brunch roasts mm. popping up you know that's a bit of me i know like a proper bit of me let's do it let's do it yeah let's do it and then and then i'm gonna become a vegetarian yeah i've been thinking about going back to pesky life because you know i used to be a pescatarian then when i went to nigeria i completely ruined that <laughs> <laughs> i had no choice so yeah I'm, I'm happy to go back to pesky i'll join you how are you maybe after christmas yeah yeah i'm fine yeah absolutely um as I said before, As I said before, I feel like I've been breastfeeding this week. <laughs> I feel like I'm just constantly in demand. Like I haven't stopped once. And as soon as I get a break, somebody else wants to suck on my breast. 
<laughs> for something or another. Figuratively or literally? No, not, li- not literally, actually. Actually? <laughs> You're not sure? I'm not sure. Bit of both? I wouldn't mind that. I woke up this morning thinking, I want a lips. Anyway. Sorry, Ooh. you were saying about <laughs> your breast being sucked. My breast being sucked. Yeah, I just feel like I'm breastfeeding. You know, like when mums are like, a child will just like drag their mum's tit out and like start sucking it. <laughs> I feel like I'm being used. <laughs> Can you just clarify sorry, that sorry. you mean for work? Yeah, I mean for work. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I'm just like, I just feel so busy. I'm Aww. just like, I just want to put my breast away. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone wants to suck on them. <laughs> I hear it. It does Leave sound like they're milking alone. you dry. Yeah. So, it's good. It's good. I'm enjoying it, but I'm like, oh my god, my brain. Your poor brain, oh. yeah, it's a lot. But um, yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Well, I wasn't yesterday actually. I'm dealing with. Do you know what? As I'm getting older, I'm dealing with bad news better. Mm. And it's the best thing to do is just to blank it out. <laughs> just, <laughs> just don't think about this it. advice. Is so funny. <laughs> I hear you. Though. I literally just received some bad news. And I quickly cleaned because I wasn't mm. too deep in the p- depression. Yeah. Then I switched off my lights, <laughs> put a pat in the oven and got a can of Coke hat. <laughs> and I thought, I'm sad. And then I opened the Coke and it fucking sprayed on my forehead. <laughs> and my, my forehead was dripping off Coke. <laughs> you know what? I don't think you understand how much I was laughing yesterday. And you know, when you're in a sensitive place. Yeah. It, it's too techy to know if the person will appreciate your laughter or okay, not. Yeah. <laughs> like, you might be laughing at you, but if I journey to laugh at oh, you... Oh, yeah, it's not funny. It, no, it's yeah. funny. So I was holding it. I was thinking, but this is so funny. <laughs> when you said you can't make this up, I was yeah. thinking, what's oh, happened? Yeah. I, I literally <laughs> ooh, like, <laughs> I don't know what to say. This is really awkward. No. Bless you, man. Honestly, sometimes my luck, it's just like, who hates me in this world? Oh, stop it. Anyways. That was God saving you. Yeah. From the hells and the, the horrible things inside Coke. Oh, shut up. It's true. Coke's great. You shouldn't drink Coke. Coke you know what? I'm not going to lie yeah. I always wonder, what, what's wrong with Coke? As in, I look at the ingredients, so I'm like, that's not that bad. Wait, can you even tell what's in it? I don't get it. It. Uh, what is yeah, Coke? The, <laughs> sometimes that, that would be fucking up as well. Yeah. I've read it before. There's some, I don't remember what it is that gives it a stark colour, but there's a thing. But mm. Coke literally has like five ingredients. It's not... Does it? It doesn't have a lot of ingredients times I've looked at it, especially Coke Zero. So I'm like... Oh, don't drink that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's got bad PR. What's wrong with Coke? Coke Obviously, is am- fizzy drinks are bad. Coke is amazing. And I saw... I think you said it to me, actually. I feel like it's a substitute for like antidepressants sometimes. <laughs> I feel like yeah, I find it someone said it does more good for you than antidepressants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Which I find it. so interesting. Like, I don't get the connection at all. I think Coke for me. But I think because I know it's bad. So I'm like, yeah, self-destruction. Coke in my veins. Coke. Yeah. It's just so interesting. And I'm like, yeah, it really ruined yourself now, haven't you? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it kind of validates how I feel. Do you guzzle it or do you sip it? No, I sip it. Hmm. Just and you finish the can? Yeah, I finish the can. So interesting. I, I don't get the connect. Yeah, I, gu- I guess what you mean psychologically. It's like if you were to have McDonald's when you're feeling low. Yeah, yeah or like yeah. I don't know, a blunt or something. Mine, mine's Coke. Right, it's not too bad. Do you know what? In the grand scheme of things, <laughs> that's actually really not it's that bad. Than crack. Yeah, <laughs> crack. Crack. crack no crack. Anyway, should we do our toxic fault? Yeah, let's do it. Because we've been rambling on. Yeah. Right. So the toxic fault reads. <laughs> Hey girls, I know everyone says this, but your pod is literally the best. Oh, thank you. I've listened to every episode you've put out this year. 
keep going and we cannot wait for the live show. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Hold tight for the live show. Okay, so my toxic thought. Without sounding like a hater, I think these fashion influencers constantly flaunting their, desi- flaunting their designer clothes are insensitive and damaging to the black community. As a community, we need to build with each other and influencing us to invest in luxury is a complete setback in my opinion. I have a friend who is constantly in debt from buying drip and when I pull, up, pull her up on it, she quotes Melissa's wardrobe and says, it's a lifestyle, hun. <laughs> Why doesn't Melissa promote more affordable clothing for the girls? I'm convinced these influencers are just trying to flex on us and make us feel small because we're not materialistic like them. Am I wrong for wanting our community to flourish? I would love to hear your thoughts, girl. Uh, hi, darling. First of all, leave Melissa's wardrobe. Uh, <laughs> Don't bring her into this. Don't you dare. Melissa's wardrobe is my girl personally. I fully hear it. There aren't many influencers that are just so likable. She's so likable. I genuinely feel like she's lovely. You're bad vibes if you don't like Melissa's yes. wardrobe. You yeah. have to be. Yeah. I've never seen her do anything that I'm like, oh. No. Um Yeah, I personally think Melissa's wardrobe is great. And I think she's actually a great example to black women. Yeah. Especially and the black community. Obviously, there are, that's what influencing is all about. About people, I don't know, showing their clothes and influencing people. So what's wrong? I don't know, but I feel like I'm taking offence to it. Don't bring our name in it. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's got personal real quick. It's got personal. (laughs) I just, there's so many problematic things about this toxic thought to me. I mean, I guess that's the point of your submissions. You know they're toxic. Mm -hmm. But like, ending on, oh, am I bad for wanting the black community to flourish? No, you're not. But why mm. have you made the connection of like black people having nice things means we're not flourishing? Mm, exactly. <laughs> that is insane to me. Your friend having bad spending habits and not having financial literacy mm-hmm. has nothing to do with Mel's wardrobe, baby. <laughs> Mel's wardrobe <laughs> never once said, I am a um, personal finance influencer no. who will teach you how to have luxurious things at, at a budget, I mean, at a discounted price, and ensure that while your bank account is flourishing, your wardrobe is too. She never said she that. She never said that. And she also, there's actually plenty of other influencers out there promoting pretty little thing and fashion over. Absolutely. So go and be influenced go by and them. Be influenced by them if you want, and if you want to ruin the world <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. at the same time. It's true. You can't fucking win. You want her to rebrand the type of influencing that she does to suit what you want. Mm. Go and find the influencer that influences yeah. you in the way that you like. And there's literally. There's thousands, millions of women out there who are promoting shit clothes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I just don't get... Black people can just never have good yeah. things in this life. Do you know what? I think sometimes with the black community, there's kind of like this assumption that there's like this scarcity approach yeah, that we yeah. never have anything. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are struggling to actually realise that there are actually a lot of black women out there doing exceptionally well and they can afford these things. Yeah, and yeah. luxury is actually for us and we deserve it. And if we want to... I don't know, treat ourselves to a, a pair of designer heels or something. Why can't we? We don't yeah. look at white women the same way. Ever. Like, I, I, I think it's just so important to always remember there are so many different types of black people. Mm. We always try and bucket black people. Say, well, one size fits all, we're all the same. Mm. There are broke black people. There are wealthy black people. There are people that buy on POT. There are people that buy on Depop. There are people that buy <laughs> straight from Louis V because they can. Like, yeah. I don't get why 
just because she's black, she has to be confined to what you think blackness should look like. Yeah. And what you think black all black people should spend their money like. Yeah. This whole approach of like black people shouldn't spend money. I hate it with everything in me. Mm-hmm. Generally, I, I feel like black people, we have this approach to um, income and spending as... I, th- I think a lot of black people don't subscribe to capitalism, right? And yeah. it's but something... do at the same time. Yeah, go on, no, no. This is the problem. Mm. I think the bits of capitalism that we neglect are the most important parts that would actually help us to flourish. Mm. Black people will say, I don't subscribe to capitalism, therefore I don't want to make money. Yeah. My guy. And that's just... <laughs> Do you know how stupid that you is? You have to live. You have to live. Yeah. And also, might be controversial, I don't care, but I'm very passionate about like um, accepting the reality of the situation that we live in. We live in a capitalist society, mm-hmm. yeah? You've got to get ahead. In order to be someone who is powerful enough to combat capitalism, you actually have to subscribe to the system <laughs> temporarily. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. But I don't know. It's, it, it feels to me like, a, I guess, it's, it's another systemic trap. And I almost feel like we've been convinced that we should be guilty. We should feel guilty. And there's no way you can't tell me, you can tell me that this isn't historic. Like this doesn't come from slavery and mm. all of the other horrible things I was that's even thinking come of, from um, our past. Yeah, sorry, I was thinking of like religion as well, about us being taught that money is always, always the root of all evil. Or evil. Absolutely. Therefore, we shouldn't like indulge in it. Yeah, but we need it. We need it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And I just, it just feels like two completely separate conversations to me, like financial literacy mm. and black people having nice things. I, I I just don't, there's there's absolutely no connection. There's no connection mm. for me. Yes, your friend who is spending all of her money on uh, expensive things when she can't afford it, send her a course on financial literacy. <laughs> I don't know. But don't come from Mel's wardrobe. That's It's nothing to do with Mel's yeah. wardrobe. Yeah, I find it infuriating because yeah, the whole thing to me is like, I always feel like we're having the wrong conversations and we're having the conversations that actually end up keeping us trapped in poverty Mm. and in a certain type of mindset like i always used to take real personal issue not personal issue i used to find you know black women in luxury pages and all of that okay yeah oh my god you know it presents like oh the the successful woman in the white blazer this is it the stiff blazer and and flared trousers i know what you mean and their arms crossed i couldn't stand (laughs) it but i kind of i hear it now and i think it is important that there's work to do with normalizing certain things for black women specifically mm. black women have always been told we don't deserve anything yeah. good we don't deserve luxury so sometimes it has to be like a bit of a slap in the face and a bit cheesy to normalize this image of black women having nice things mm. and maybe it will be through an instagram page that annoys the fuck out of me <laughs> <laughs> but people need to see it because otherwise we're gonna have more submissions like this yeah yeah where a woman who literally is living in her lane is not allowed to do so simply because of the colour of her skin. Do you know what it's given? It's given um, how you're going to hate from outside the club. You can't, you can't even, even get, get in. in. And let's be honest as well. I think when it comes to fashion and stuff, I think I'm also at an age where I like good quality stuff. Yeah. I understand the pressures that a lot of people experience because there are, we are literally inundated with like, women constantly i don't know flaunting not flaunting but i guess just showing their designer goods yeah and maybe as someone like me i don't bear money i'm like mm. oh i wish mm-hmm. so i kind of get that pressure to want more but when you have it it feels good yeah so why should they downplay what they have to make in you order comfortable. To, to make us feel comfortable because yeah as, as i said as i'm getting older i'm kind of actually appreciating better quality clothes absolutely which of course comes with a price tag and when i get those things and when i've experienced it it feels fantastic yeah even recently um i've always been someone who like i prefer to stay in airbnb just Mm. because i don't know i like i don't know in a bigger kitchen and whatever 
I went to a hotel this year and I was like, oh, I'm never going back. <laughs> yeah. Because this is a hotel luxury. Where it's at, it feels yeah. nice. And do you know what? I think, again, with the black community, we've always been taught, oh, don't attach your self-esteem to like luxurious goods. I felt great. Mm. I actually, I genuinely felt good. The room service made me feel good. Yeah. Even when I buy myself clothes, I'm so happy. Yeah. It feels yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And even the way I present myself, the way I speak to people, I'm more confident because mm-hmm. I feel good in myself. Yeah. And yeah. I don't see why that should be a problem for w- black women, especially. We need that. We need it. Yeah. Let's just invest. Yeah. I, I find, I, I just, I don't know. It makes me think about a lot of things that I think, are parts of the reasons that people form these kinds of opinions. Mm. Like, there's a shame in being rich as a black person. Yeah. it there's, It's so interesting how much we attach to riches on black people. It's like, you think you're better than everybody. Um, you're not for the people anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's gotten to the point now that people are either, like I said before, avoiding making more money because they think it would make them bad, or people that just go ahead and do it anyway don't even feel happy when they've done it because they feel guilt. Yeah. They feel so much guilt attached to the fact that... Like, there's this narrative of, like, you've left your people behind just as soon <laughs> as you make money. Yeah. Who the hell employed any black person who's making money to save everyone? Also, who said we all need saving, first of all? Yeah, first of all, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a huge issue that you hear a lot of wealthy black people talk about of feeling a guilt, Guilty, a constant yeah. guilt. It's that kind of imposter syndrome um, similar to when we spoke about middle class, black middle class people yeah. not feeling like they're part of their culture anymore because yeah. they like certain things. Yeah. Yeah, it's really frustrating. Yeah. I, I just, I hate, it's so problematic the way we bucket black people, man. Mm. That we There's one brand and exactly that. It's like, once you start liking, liking luxurious things, people might even call you white yeah yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? it's, it's just yeah. an assumption that you're the more you elevate in life the more white you become yeah even the way you speak yeah so when you're well spoken you what's it they say you talk like a, a white person i guess yeah or coconut a coke yeah i hate that word yeah. i remember some guy was like oh you 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 and your mosbourne we went to mosbourne community academy by the way guys um <laughs> he was like oh you um mosbourne girls you speak like coconuts coconuts and i was like it's just because you think that we're smart yeah that's <laughs> yeah that's what you're trying to get to. and it's mad that that's an insult yeah yeah crabs in a barrel i just yeah i hate it i hate it i hate it it's I hate frustrating it. i yeah. think it holds back a lot of black women as well because i think when it comes to black women having shit it kind of demasculates a lot of well a lot of men feel like they're not masculine anymore yeah and yeah. then these it's like <sighs> men when a, when they when a woman has something it's kind of like the, they don't see women as feminine anymore. Mm. So if a woman has a big car, I think there's been a yeah, loads of to speak about this, yeah. talk on, about this before. Like if a woman has a big car, it's like, oh, my woman can have a, a better car than me. Because you feel insecure within we yourself. We should constantly be in a state of yeah. need because otherwise it makes you uncomfortable. And this is actually one of the things I was going to say about this submitter. Like, I wonder if you've considered that you're projecting because mm. you don't think that you're worth nice and luxurious yeah. things. And it makes you uncomfortable to see other people um having it yeah who, who you think should exist in the same yeah. lane as you um i feel like there are a lot of black women out there who have this mindset of like oh you're trying to flex on us and they will go to men and flex mm. and be like i'm low maintenance i don't really care about designers yep i don't mess with all of that kind of <laughs> stuff like they're doing too much and if you really turn inward, yeah. it's because you don't think you're worth it. Yeah. Don't try and put that madness on me. Huh? <laughs> like, I'm actually, I think I'm worth nice yeah. things and I'm going to spend my hard earned money yeah. on it. Like, I just, I just, I have never understood people looking at other people's wallet and spending their money for them. Mm. I don't understand it. Even if your uh, Melissa's wardrobe is in debt, 
What's your business? What's your business? <laughs> what is your what business? Is your business? <laughs> Unfollow her, mute her if you like. <laughs> like you've got so many options before you come and submit yeah. to the podcast saying I think she should stop. Just mute yeah, her. Yeah, and I find it so interesting how that person just brought up one name that happens to be like be a black woman. Exactly. What about bloody Molly May? Yeah, you have nothing to say. <laughs> but what what she would say to that is that. The, their community is fine uh, but we need to teach financial literacy i just yeah this whole financial literacy thing yeah generally every time i get into this conversation the first thing people will say is black people um they'll be buying big tvs but mm. they um they have their house is a shoebox they're still at their mom's yeah. house all of that kind of stuff this tired narrative that they will use to justify telling black people that they shouldn't be happy <laughs> yeah, and, and they should never spend a yeah, penny, penny of their money. You're generalizing a whole race, yeah, as well. Because exactly. again, some people actually do have it. Yeah, and I guess maybe to be, be devil's advocate, there are like a lot of people in the community that I guess find a lot of value in I don't know materialistic things, and you can't actually afford that. Yeah, and that's yeah. the issue that I guess we we need to kind of confront a little bit. Because, yeah, you know, 100%. You, I think there's a lot of men out there we hear about it a lot that are spending like a grand on their finance car mm. and they are living at home when yeah. you can maybe invest that elsewhere. Yeah. Again, it's none of anybody else's business, but if we're just being realistic with ourselves, maybe if we're really talking about yeah. generational wealth, yeah. all that kind of stuff. We shouldn't be doing that. We shouldn't be. I hate to play angels advocate because I will never forget for the devil. Oh, okay. Oops. But <laughs> like at the same time, I get really annoyed with this burden that's just been put on black people to mm. break generational curses and all that kind of good stuff. Like, Back in the day, I did used to be like, how you living at your mum's and you're spending a thousand pounds on the finance <laughs> car. I just, now, I, if it's personal to me, I will care. Yeah. If it's not, I'm minding What's my business. What's your own? Because <laughs> I genuinely, not like I'm minding for a lift. Exactly, please. <laughs> can I come in? <laughs> yeah. I ain't got a car. Because it's just too much. It's so much pressure to put on people. that Because, yeah. okay, he could have invested that finance, I mean, that money in something else and not have his finance car, whatever mm-hmm. it is. But, it's easy to say that in one sentence, but in everyday life, do you know how hard it is to live like 10 levels below everybody else? Yeah. Because most people can afford that finance car and they're fine with it. So one little thing that I guess, yes, in the long run will help him to break generational because that thousand pounds might have gone a long, long way in his everyday life is a burden to carry. Yeah. It's a burden to be less than it's a burden to not have things that make your life easy. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it is a bit of a toss up of like, today versus tomorrow like am i really gonna do do i want to sacrifice do i want to suffer for 10 years Mm. in order to be good um for the rest of my life oh exactly yes the answer is you should yeah yeah, yeah. but it's hard to make that choice every blessed day like sometimes i want to design a bag yeah especially if we're talking about like romance as well because a lot of i think maybe in the black community sometimes we don't have patience with each other Mm. so like i don't really want to be your rod and like wait 20 years for you to get a car that you can actually comfortably afford yeah i'll just take the risk and let's just get on finance now let's do it now do you know what i mean yeah Yeah. and we a lot i live that out sometimes there's loads of things that i've literally bought and are currently buying that yeah i can't afford twice yeah and technically i shouldn't be doing that what do you want me to do die 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 with nothing on your (laughs) back nothing this is the problem don't get me wrong, yeah. I'm not advocating for people being irresponsible yeah, with their money. Yeah, yeah. But it's just I hate the judgment that people enter this conversation mm. with. And with so much vim every time. And 
now you've some one guy who just said, Do you know, I really just want this car. I've always wanted it. Treat yourself. Is now carrying the burden of our ancestors <laughs> yeah. were saving for years. <laughs> they was on the slave plantation <laughs> and they never spent a dime. He's carrying all of that. Yeah, leave and he just wants man. to be himself, like, and have have a nice car for for in his young years. Yeah, no, it's true. I do think a lot of it is to do with like your self esteem, though, because I definitely like even when I lived with you, I didn't. I never used to buy clothes. Do you remember? Yeah, I didn't yeah. buy clothes, and yeah. I think when I look back on it it's because i had low self-esteem yeah like, i don't think i was worthy of those clothes i didn't really want to express myself in terms of my the clothing that i wore yeah by the way guys don't check my instagram i'm not that girl <laughs> <laughs> i haven't glowed up since but like i have more clothes and i feel i don't feel guilty doing that to invest in yourself yeah every yeah. every year every june i go mia and i'm in the west end yeah and i'm and, walking up and down and i love that and buying stuff that. for myself and i feel fantastic yeah because of it i think yeah it's just so important to buy yourself things I think it's so important. And I, I remember those days and I thank God that you've come out of those days. Mm. I remember trying to encourage you. And anyway, it's been a journey. Thank God. Mm. Um, and I just, I feel like in that, what you were just saying just made me think about the fact that I don't think there's anyone out there who doesn't have their thing that they spend on. Mm-hmm. This person that submitted it, when's the last holiday you went on? Please <laughs> come and re, re-email us and let us know. You've definitely done something for yourself. What I find really yeah. interesting is what we attach to I guess, outwardly luxurious, quote-unquote, mm. things. If it is a designer bag, it's bad for a black woman to invest in that for herself. But if she said, I bought, I went on holiday maybe, or, I don't know. No, I know exactly what you mean. Got a car. Like, there's yeah. certain things that we don't we don't judge. With men, yeah. when it's a car, we're judging them. Yeah. With women, when it's clothes, we're judging them. Mm. Everyone has their thing, but for some reason, there are specific categories that we judge really harshly because... And that's how you know that it's rooted in self-hate for me personally, yeah. because it's the things that are most outwardly uh, obvious that, I guess most outwardly expensive, like easy to identify as expensive. Mm-hmm. We've placed a certain value on it. And me, I guess me as a black woman investing in designer things means that we've attached that that means I value myself a bit too much than that makes you comfortable. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah, if yeah. it's a holiday, it's like, maybe I don't value myself that much. Yeah. Maybe I needed to escape from work. And these things are all down to, yeah, and down to interpretation as well, because somebody might be like really into art. Yeah. And they, remember art is actually a form of like, no fashion, sorry, is a form of art. Expression, so people I- enjoy yeah. Yeah. fashion. Some yeah. people actually into fashion. There's, I know there's um, one friend I have in particular who might even like, I don't know, buy fish for, from Iceland for the week to yeah. cook but she will spend X amount on like a bag yeah. and that's her thing yeah, whereas yeah. like you thought you love food so yeah. you might um, spend like £100 on a restaurant yeah. but she might might think that's bizarre exactly like, and that's, that's my thing. thing it's like let everyone have their thing yeah. and the fact that you take issue with certain things mm. tells me that there's some self-hate projection stuffs going on here mm. because you don't take issue with a woman or anyone investing in themselves to make themselves happy or investing in something that will make themselves happy. You take issue with the things that are, I guess, flashy yeah. as far as you're concerned yeah. because it makes you feel uncomfortable. Mm. And there's there's like a psychological element of we've spent years, the, the way the system, capitalism, racism, institutional racism is set up <laughs> has always ingrained in us that we're not worth certain things. Yeah. And it's important to maybe question yourself as to like, have have you subscribed oversubscribed to that idea too? Mm. Like, do you do you also think that like what is it that convinces you that we're not worth that kind of yeah. stuff? Clearly, there's something else going on there because yeah, if you're if you're comfortable with people spending in one way, but not in the way that societally is loud and will show people that you have money, mm. where's that coming from? Mm. 
it, it bothers me. It really troubles me. Because even when I think about historically, the way um, everything was about image, like for when, as far as racism is concerned, yeah, historically it was important for white people to have things, marks on, physical marks you could look at to identify status mm-hmm. and say black people are less than, white people are more than. And that's what this sounds like to me. It's like, these are physical marks or like very visual marks that show who has status and who doesn't. Oh, okay. And that makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same stuff. It's just rebranded. Mm. Yeah. I'm just thinking about times that, because I've spoken about this before, where I do go to spaces and I do feel like everybody looks a bit uniformed mm. in terms of like design and stuff. And that could li- literally be a reflection of how I feel about myself. Mm. And maybe I feel like I don't fit in. But then I do think there's a bit of like, there's an issue with maybe drip in our community where we kind of maybe over identify like attach too much of ourselves with it Mm. so for example like a guy won't come out in like a h&mt and like i don't know normal regular trainers anymore it has to be a certain brand of trainer Mm -hmm. otherwise not going to feel like enough Mm -hmm. and i guess that's a problem that maybe some of us have too Mm. do you know what i mean i know what you mean i'm just thinking because there are times where i've gone to events and i'm like I literally feel invisible in this space because mm. I'm not drippy like everybody else. Do you think that's exclusive to black people though? No, it's not actually. Because I feel like if I went to a white space and everybody was drippy, then I'd was, feel the same and way. And there are so many white yeah. spaces that everyone's drippy. Football spaces. Yeah, Go to yeah. a footballer's party <laughs> yeah, yeah. in They're your all... Depop shoes. You'll feel like a <laughs> punk. We've all got our brands. There's certain yeah. black black parties you can go to and everyone's wearing drifted clothes. Yeah. And there's others that everyone's drippy. You know what? It's drip. true. It's a certain type. Maybe it's certain category of people rather than exactly exactly it's not about race that's actually very true because i think when you go high end high end that's when you start to get people wearing literally designer clothes and it's in the label yeah it's not the typical balenciaga gucci yeah yeah um, yeah christine or whatever it's the people got it got it yeah yeah sort of thing um oh I, i can't wait to be in that space i'm really struggling like honestly at my age 20 pound boot that's gonna fall apart you wouldn't buy a 20 pound boot they'll stop it that's Would what you? I can afford. <laughs> what even is a twenty pound boot? Time, yeah. You're not truffle on ASOS. <laughs> <laughs> all of their boots are twenty pound. Twenty pound boot. That's the only thing I can <laughs> think of. <laughs> like we're literally in a like, cost of living crisis. Yeah. So clothes are very difficult to afford. Yeah. And the things that I see are literally. I saw some boots recently. I was like, oh, these are nice. Mm. Four hundred pound. I'm like, oh, okay, and. I'm in a position now where I can't just buy a 400 pound on a whim, like 400 pound boots on the whim. Yeah. Like, when, it's funny because when I was younger, I could actually do that more because obviously I lived at home. Yeah, you didn't have, have your responsibilities. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll buy 400 pound boots. I'll yeah. just start for the rest of the month. No worries. Now, Absolutely I have not. the bailiffs have on my door. For <laughs> you actually have the bailiffs <laughs> knocking. No, literally. Yeah. So I, it's hard. Sorry. <laughs> just do you need, did you, do you want, when you see these four hundred pound boots, is it that, like, what's your main consideration? They just look really nice. They look like, yeah, they look nice, and they're like, I know that they're a good quality boot. Yeah. Not necessarily like, because I know sometimes designers literally fall apart. Yeah. Like, Quality is not a thing. But there are, yeah, generally, I'm not the things that I want. They're not like name brand like that. Yeah. Not obvious. But I've just seen stuff, and I'm like, I I want to invest in these things. I agree. Yeah. And I think now I'm getting older. What I've realized as well is like quality to get to tap into that quality quality mm. you actually need to spend real money because the stage that i'm in now yeah is like if i pay 
£150 for something, I'm mm. expecting it to be quality. Yeah. And that's, like, if I'm buying boots, I will spend 150 Because yeah. it's like, yeah, these are going to be quality boots. But they're not. I don't think I've even they're bought not. shoes. I haven't bought trainers yet. I'm not joking. In the past, maybe seven years, that are less than £100. Well, who, how could you? Air Forces. Yeah. And yeah. even then, they're £100 now, yeah. Oh, yeah, they've gone up. But that's the scary part, is they're not mm. even quality anymore. Yeah. My Steve Madden boots, they're cracked. <laughs> it's rude my Jordans have got creases all do, of them do you know what I mean so to tap into that quality quality you actually do have to spend the 400 pounds yeah. that we don't have we I think there's it. a thing to do with um, shopping smart here as well because mm. the girls that know how to do it Depop sorry yeah. you can actually buy a 400 pound pair of boots and wear it for a season and resell it that's true actually yeah, 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 yeah. it's about shopping smart but I think I guess when money's tight it's still nerve-wracking because at the end of the day, the 400 pound left your yeah. account. Yeah, and fast fashion is, is a thing as well. Yeah. Like, mostly nowadays when I buy clothes, it's for an event. Yeah. And yeah. not, I need to get better at um, buying staple bits. Yeah. I think it's like really make an outfit. Yeah. But those staple bits are quite expensive. So I just need to wait, mm. stop investing in this whole fast fashion stuff and actually buy Staple. staple stuff yeah i'm with you yeah it's the best way to shop yeah because all this fast stuff is absolute crap it literally decomposes I, someone was telling me about um <laughs> a pair of boots they had in the cupboards yeah that they'd never worn it was a box fresh yeah they'd never worn them <laughs> one year later they were like oh my god these boots and they wore them <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> and they went out and they were at a work event yeah <laughs> sorry this story they were at a work event yeah. and they looked down and their heel was behind them <laughs> and then they were like oh my god so they they put their foot back to like scrape the heel yeah. and like hide it under their foot so no one could see it then an hour later they looked at the floor and there were crumbs around them <laughs> Rikia, their boot was decomposing. <laughs> as in, the leather was all over the floor. <laughs> it was all crinkled all over the floor. One heel crinkled all over the floor, leather, oh at a work event. And then so they go to people. They're like, oh my God, I need to get back to my hotel room to change. And they, they like pull a friend. And, and they're like, oh my God. And I have something so awkward. And they were like, is it your shoes? <laughs> Literally, I wear one pair of trousers, it's all bobbly and fine yeah. between my yeah. thighs. Yeah. Oh, God. Holes in Never the armpits. Worn. Never worn boots. I'm Just not gonna, I even box had a, fresh. Top, a top a couple of months ago. And then some guy was like, oh, you got a hole in your top. I was like, oh my God, do I? And You're I thought, like, yes, I knew. Seen it. <laughs> I was shush, hoping you shush. wouldn't. <laughs> I know the hole is there. <laughs> I had a fat hole in my jacket. It's so funny. <laughs> Basically, fast fucking fashion, because this jacket Terrible. wasn't even cheap. Fat hole in the pocket. Like mm. the very first time I tried the jacket on, I put my hand in the pocket yeah. and I just said, <laughs> all the thread was coming out. And I was like, <gasps> and then from there, the hole just got bigger and bigger. Yeah. Within like six weeks, the hole was big. Anyway, I'm, I have no other jacket. You know, I don't like jackets. Yeah. yeah and same. I wore it and I was like, oh, 
is this peak? And my friend was like, no, it's fine. And I said, the hole though, they were like, take that off right now. <laughs> I had been wearing it for a time thinking, no one's going to see this hole. People must have been thinking, this girl's a proper tramp. How is she just confidently wearing this massive hole with a, a coat with a massive hole in it? I just hate coats. That's why I, when I saw that 27 pound Zara jacket. Oh yeah, that jacket. I didn't see this jacket. I keep forgetting this. <laughs> I, I've, I literally forgot that I've bought it and I keep thinking, oh, I'm going to miss the cut off to try and exchange the yeah. size. Oh, you need to exchange it, don't I you? I need to exchange it for the medium. Holy I mean, worst case, I will wear it, but I need to try at least. What I was going to say as well mm. about Mel's wardrobe, yeah, and people like Mel's wardrobe and her brand that I actually love is, it's, it, She's real for starters. The she reason that real. we love her as an influencer is yeah. because she's very real. Personality is there. And I like the kind of uh, influencing that she does as far as the products that she recommends. Mm-hmm. She doesn't just say, look at my sexy boots. So nice. Go and buy it. Here's my <laughs> discount code. Which is what a, a lot of influencers do. Is It's a type of, like, I, I get self-care from a lot of the stuff that she's promoting. Mm-hmm. And for me, I love normalizing the idea of black women being able to Buy like a really nice cream that will make your skin super soft yeah. and smell good. And she'll nice say the shit scrub. if it's shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's a type of influence in that we don't, it's not normal in the black community. And I think that's why she's blown up as much as she has. Yeah. I don't, can't think of one of a black influencer who's like, this thing is just nice. As in, it will make you feel nice. It's mm. not necessarily about looking nice always and normalizing black women treating themselves in that Kind of more delicate, like soft life yeah. way. And it goes, I mean? it goes beyond fashion. Yeah, that's my point. I'm invested in the plum sauce that she's. That's using what I'm saying. For her yeah, Mac I'm enjoying the the pots and pans she's buying yeah. for a new place. Like it feels, it's like a glimpse of something that you you aspire to have. It's a standard of and living also, type thing. If you go onto her story, she um she once spoke about her journey. She didn't come from like luxury, of course. Like so, it's it's inspiring, and I think yeah. people like this girl that's submitting this thought you should maybe be inspired by her a little bit too as well. Do you well. know what I mean? Watch your face, man. Do you, are you Hair. working towards it or not? Because this is what yeah. I don't get. Every black person that you talk to will say one day they want to be rich. If they're not the anti-capitalist, I'm going to stay in the poverty trap type. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be rich. But when you see people who have done it, you're frustrated. Mm. What the hell? Yeah, it, like, it rubs them the wrong doesn't way. Make doesn't make sense. It? You want to be the first black person. <laughs> You, you lost, you missed the boat. You should have been born hundreds of years ago. <laughs> if you wanted to be the first black rich person, you should have been born a very long time ago. Yeah. You missed the boat. Be inspired. Yeah. Don't be a hater. This is giving intense hater. Hater. If I do say so. Myself. Sorry, love. Well, she ain't coming to the love show anymore, is she? Well, <laughs> she might throw exit us. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll save your you know ticket for Mel's you know wardrobe. Sport? My fur jacket. <laughs> I'm joking. Real fur. Real fur. <laughs> the lady that didn't want to eat meat 10 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, wait, what, what was it you said to me the other day? No, Rokia. About Rokia was cruelty. talking. <laughs> that was actually I think about it all the time. <laughs> Rokia was on a mad rant about dolphin cruelty. It's so wrong the way they treat dolphins. Because someone said they were swimming with dolphins. Yeah. I was like, I hate that kind of thing. I think it's horrible. I was like, why? She was like, swimming with the dolphins. They're supposed to be doing their own thing. Da, 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 da. Literally, mid-sentence, she goes... Lovely fish and chips, that place. <laughs> we were walking past a fish and chip shop, and she goes, Best fish and chips. I was like, 
Wait, are you fucking joking me? And she was like, what? I said, you're just complaining about the cruelty to the dolphins. And now you're pointing at the best visitor. Mid-sentence. I kid you not. It was like something like a family guy. Mid-sentence. And she was like, I didn't even realise that. What? That is a great fish and chip It's unbelievable. <laughs> it was mid-sentence. Like, horrible what they do with those dolphins. Best fish and chips that place. I was like, what? You've definitely got to be joking. Do you know what? I've noticed a lot, actually, with my morals. I really pick and choose. Yeah, I, can't you know. I can't do it. This is reflective of your theft thing. Well, oh, fuck <laughs> You're a I'm, thief. I'm not. But there's only certain types of thief <laughs> of theft that you don't mind. You know, theft is so dirty as well. It's like a dirty crime. Yeah, that's why At you're selective fraud. with it. You're literally classist <laughs> with your theft. It's ridiculous. I don't, I don't get Piss it. Off. There's certain types of theft you're like, ew, beneath me. But others, fine. <laughs> I will never understand it. The hypocrisy is wild. I can't believe you've done it again. Just talking about how you want to be pescatarian. Oh, yeah. And yeah, now yeah. you're bloody a wearing fur, fur. I actually really don't like fur jackets. Do you know? I'm too big for them, to be honest. Yeah, maybe that's why I don't like them. Yeah. Well, no. I they're not too big. Like. My frame is like, it just doesn't suit big. I just hate coats. Yeah. They do not suit me yeah. in the slightest. Yeah. So... Adding fur to that is just wild. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Like a big bird. I get it. There's only certain type of fur jackets that I would wear as well. Mm. I do like oversized stuff, but fur is a particularly... Mm. It's not really in right now anyway, is it? I'm that girl. It's just that I'm that girl. We deserve expensive things. Do you think, like us really flourishing as like those girls are going to be postponed a little bit because obviously the economy's in the crisis. Everyone speaks about like getting more money when you're 30 and stuff, which is happening for me. It's Mm -hmm. happening for a lot of us. Yeah. But do you think that maybe compared to like those like 10 years ago when people were 30, are we going to be delayed a little bit? Yeah. I think it's only, it's inevitable. It's going to be slowed down. Mm. Yeah. Because, yeah. Cost of (laughs) of of living. (laughs) It's only recently that I've been deep in this cost of living thing. There was a period that I was like, I don't think it's affecting me. Mm. But now, I think it is. It is. I couldn't really tell you how. Maybe my shopping is more expensive. Yeah, food. The other day I bought um, ingredients for a chicken salad. (laughs) And it was £20, you know. For salad? For chicken. I bought chicken and salad. Jesus. And I even said, oh, excuse me, can I get my receipt, please? I was thinking, surely this is wrong. You've double scanned something. Yeah, no, it's absolutely fine. Yeah, it's a really scary time. It's a really scary time. I've I've been thinking about it because I just feel like every time I leave my house, I breathe and so much money goes. Yeah. And I don't have anything tangible to show for it. Yeah. Last month. Save for our drip. Hmm? Me to save for our drip. I know. I know. I'm not saving for my drip. I'm buying 26 (laughs) pound jackets that I scammed (laughs) from Zara. (laughs) Who's a thief now? No, no, no. That was their fault. (laughs) (laughs) They admitted it and they sold it to me legitimately (laughs) at that price. A lovely jacket. I'll show you guys when I wear it. You know, I can't wait to see this. The thing jacket. is, it's just come, but it's just a bargain. It's supposed to be sixty pounds. I mean, come on. Do you know? I'll literally, I will tell everybody about it. I've just like, yeah. like, as soon as I got on the point, I was like, guys, yeah. that jacket. That jacket. Yeah, I'm very happy about it. Oh god. I can only pray that the day is coming because I'm. I am starting to get a little bit feeling some type of way when it comes to lifestyle. I think I've spent mm-hmm. my entire life convinced that i'm literally going to be the richest woman alive and i will use my riches for good by the way you anti-capitalist i'm also anti-capitalism but i live in the real world (laughs) um and yeah it was actually funny because the pastor at church a few weeks ago was preaching about like 
the importance of <laughs> seeking. Why are you laughing? I thought he was gonna talk about the tipping point book. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake, Pastor was talking about tipping point. No, Pastor was talking about um the importance of black people mm. seeking wealth and like how mentally it's become a part of our culture to not have an abundance mindset. Like very relevant to all this stuff we're talking about. Yeah. Not wanting more and like he was telling stories about a woman that he spoke to that but looked at a book that said something like how to be a millionaire and she was like oh i don't i don't need to be a millionaire mm. and he was like that's so interesting because you think that you don't need to be a millionaire because you have one child and you're making enough to feed that child but mm. do you know how many people in our community are starving that you could maybe help to feed you could help if you yeah, could yeah. grab a little bit of that money that everybody else seems to be getting in the mm. white community and every other community so yeah I was talking about the right people become, he was talking about the right people becoming rich. And it made me feel good because I was like, I've always wanted to be rich, but I've never wanted to be rich for me. I've always wanted to be rich for everybody. I know what you mean, actually. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I thank God that that's something that's in my heart. Of the like, purpose is bigger than you. And look at you. Did you listen to the sermon? That's did. exactly <laughs> what he said. <laughs> that is exactly what he said. That you, you're, you're too small for your whole purpose mm. to be about you. Like, there's a big wide world out there. Um, and there's so much more that you're supposed to do than look after yourself. Mm. Um, so anyway, yeah, I, I've been, sorry, I went on a mad tangent there. I've been feeling some type of way because I've been thinking my whole life that I'm supposed to be rich and I'm not. <laughs> yeah, Like I'm fine. But I, I just think at this age, I thought I would be richer. So I'm kind of triggered and a bit nervous about like, basically I'm trying to get into my finance bag of like, okay where's my investments for real because mm-hmm. the investments that i have right now like i told you the other day i think they've made me 60 pounds today like <laughs> i've not made much from any investments that i've made and you have to i think to make money you i've i always advocate for this but am i doing it myself you have to think different and move different mm. and i think in our community we're really scared that's one of the biggest issues i think financial literacy wise it's like we don't move different. It's all about safety and like, I need my salary, I need my stable job. We don't uh, take okay. a risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's trying to do anything differently. And that's how you make money in this life. It's true, actually. I think even in terms of like, there's a lot of fear mongering in our community. So it, even down to like business, when you're in business, you have to take risks. Absolutely. And we're taught not to take risks. Absolutely. Like we're taught, I think black people, you're be, we're very good savers. We're good at saving with what we have. That's true. Yeah. Making, but maybe like yeah. investing and taking risks. And stuff like that. Maybe we need to get better at. Yeah. Um, Allowing your money to make you money. It's, that's not what money is for. Money is for eating, surviving. Yeah. But risk yeah. taking. We're not doing all of that. Yeah. But yeah, money is on the other side of that. Absolutely. It really is. But you'll get there. And Amen. I think sometimes when you grow up, maybe in like a working class background kind of thing, when you think about money, it's more like rags straight to riches. There's yeah. no middle point. So it's like, I immediately b- become rich. Yeah. And I guess we live in a, a time where like, a lot of people seem to get success overnight. Yeah. We, all, we all heard the story about it's not actually true, but it feels that way. It does feel like that way. In the black community, obviously, we're always taught to look up to like actors and musicians. And at the moment, they're all getting one like one hit wonders or whatever, and then immediately buying their first apartment yeah. age 21 sort of thing. Yeah. So we're comparing ourselves to those kind yeah. of people, but we don't see the process um, that people go through yeah. in order to become rich, Yeah, um, whatever rich means. That was actually one of the other things I was going to say about this submission mm. is... I think a lot of people are really uncomfortable with the new like influencer economy. Mm. We're used to making money in a certain type of way. Slow and steady yeah. wins the race. That yeah. was what we were raised to think is how you do it. 
but there's a new economy now of like you can actually just make sick content and blow overnight and like you said buy your first house after one quick blow within <laughs> yeah. two years it doesn't happen for everybody yeah, yeah but i think that sentiment makes people really uncomfortable because where you were comparing yourself before to like we went to uni together and then we had our first job together and mm. you're comparing yourself to people that just slept and woke up and were rich mm. and i think it makes people very uncomfortable yeah. and yeah it, it it means a lot of these black influencer girls are critiqued in a way that is so unfair to them mm. patricia bright yeah oh i, I know about that one they hate her why everybody hates her she just gets dragged weekly does she i feel like she opens she says and everyone's like stupid he's always saying something oh stupid she gets so much hate from black girls well i don't want to say black girls from the black community do you think because she's with a white man I think something about her rubs people the wrong way. That's what I've gathered. I know she said a few problematic things before. Mm. I have seen, I can't even name them, but I know she said a few things that people are like so ignorant. Oh, that one was like the the homeless thing. Yeah. Yeah. She's done a little bit. They're so harsh. Yeah. And yeah. It's given hater. And it is, genuinely. It makes people so uncomfortable. (laughs) So yeah, I think. That the lack of ability to compare because whether we like it or not, people love to compare. Yeah, and yeah, like too. I said, people co- were comparing like to like before of like, how, what what are your accomplishments? But with this influencer thing, that are it's not about accomplishments, it's about content and yeah. overnight fame. And everyone feels like they have a shot, which is also this is it. quite damaging yeah. for, for everybody. Yeah. I would would it even say it might not be like a race thing; it could be a class thing as well. Like we literally live in a time where if you have a phone, you can blow up potentially yeah. if you've yeah, got the right videos that, or whatever like there's so much money to be made with influencing and it's yeah. a bit it feels like it's all a bit mysterious as well because everyone seems to have it but do they have it and it kind of seems like they do because they don't work yeah like, nobody really really knows yeah like, how much how much money are these influencers actually making and my, yeah. how much are micro influencers making how much are like the big boys making we don't really really know we haven't got a clue it just but all we know they have a a nice house and or an apartment and nice shoes and they drive around in nice nice cars and we, we all want a piece of the pie and that's a part of their job like yeah. not to slay influencers but a part of your job is to uphold a, uphold a certain reputation yeah so even if you don't have it you're gonna look like you have it you're gonna make it look like you do so <laughs> we don't even know what we're talking about and what we're looking at most of the time when it yeah. comes to influencers i have a bit of a dirty confession what it's not dirty basically yeah <laughs> in my <laughs> in my um seeking riches overnight now which is what i'm currently doing because <laughs> because because i'm stressed that i'm not rich yet yeah i've been really motivated by very controversial somebody who 50 cent <laughs> basically 50 cent look here i find him so inspiring basically he's got a podcast out yeah he's quite um problematic that one so this is my thing yeah <laughs> I'm surprised at myself for saying this on a pod. I've had a love-hate relationship with 50 Cent for a very long time. Mm. I really liked you, him. You liked him as a child, I As remember. a child, so I think I you're lo- a bit biased. That's what it is. Yeah. I loved him as a child. I thought he was really buff. <laughs> but really? That, did I ever talk about the poster that my dad used to rip down? Weekly? <laughs> no. I had a fat um, 50 Cent poster. I'd say it's, it was taller than me. That- it was like a... You know the size of like, maybe like a Madame Tussauds mannequin? Okay. okay. <laughs> um... On my wall. By the way, that feels inappropriate because I feel like that's 50 what Cent my has always said. been old. Yeah. 
So my dad would yeah. take, and maybe every three months, not all the time, every few months, I'd come home from school and it's down again. <laughs> and I'd put it right back up. <laughs> Did you use a lipstick? My husband, no. You sure? I, I might have kissed my hand and touched his lips. So sexy. <laughs> <laughs> 50 cent. My dad, my, imagine that though, an Afman seeing this big henchman. He was on a bulletproof vest in the yeah, poster, by the nah, way. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. I rate him for not actually, because he never said anything. It was just Take once it in a down. while. It's, and when I say down, it wasn't, torn off it was rolled up nicely okay. which is why i was able to put it back Maybe up it was like, a fan. <laughs> yeah low key it's like i don't to disrespect yeah. my 50, 50 but you can't be on my daughter's wall <laughs> but my dad would always say that i love 50 cent growing up mm. and then he started doing problematic things yeah. and saying problematic he's shit he hasn't but he admits that he's not healed on his podcast uh. <laughs> do you know what i will say no he's problematic here yeah, but i there are parts to his story that I find just so interesting and inspiring. Mm. It, it's very much, sometimes I listen to it and I'm like, wow, you're actually a hood man at heart. Because it's very much given hustler rags to riches. Yeah. It's really quite inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely. Well, that's our journey, right? Yeah. Mm. And he's a good storyteller. That's the thing. Like, everyone loves power. 50, that's 50, isn't it? So his Fuck podcast off. is the same thing. It tells really good stories. <laughs> you should listen to it. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm actually quite susceptible though to those kind of things. See? So. Yeah, you're, you're more good than me. Yeah, I'm more at the heart. Yeah. But I feel like I've given up on that. <laughs> you should listen to this. I used to read so much self-help books when I was younger. Like I used to be like, I used to read one thing and be like, yeah, I'm going to make, make it. it overnight. If I just close my eyes and wish it enough. It's wish gonna it enough. To, it's going to come to me. <laughs> well, that's where you went wrong. I'm still standing Wishing there. it enough. <laughs> That definitely isn't what because self books. Self when books I was young, I didn't know what I was doing with my life. Yeah, I just all, all I wanted yeah. to do, know that I wanted to be rich. Yeah, but I'd even if you said how much money do you want, I'd say oh one million. I'm just yeah, making things true. up. It was just numbers. Didn't yeah. mean anything. No, I wouldn't. I don't say I listen to it. I don't listen to it religiously. I've listened to it a couple of times. Yeah. I wouldn't say I listen to it for inspiration. Mm-hmm. But it's just really interesting to hear where people come from. Like he grew up in a really fucked up house, mm. and like. Um, lifestyle wise i find it interesting of just i guess the fact that he's as rich as he is today and as famous as he is today but he was literally shot nine times for example it's like (laughs) you lived in such a different world yeah and now life is so different different. it's interesting yeah Yeah. i find it interesting yeah yeah i do find those stories very interesting about people who literally within their within their own life kind of come from nothing and attain something yeah i think a lot of people tend to pass it on to their children but like that experience of like being in a really nice house when you know that you've come from nothing that's what how I does mean. that feel and like dude does that sometimes on a daily basis still stick with you a little bit it like, must. do you feel like it's an out- outer body experience mm. do you know what i mean 100 mm. percent. that genuinely rags to riches stories they're so interesting to me because mm. a lot of people, I don't know, you hear people say stuff flippantly like, yeah, I used to sleep on the floor. But when you hear the story and actually, I guess, see pictures, I don't know, like are able to visualize it. Yeah. It is mad. Your standard mm. of living was wild. How did you get up, leave the house and become a millionaire? Like, <laughs> it's just so interesting. Yeah. yeah. So interesting to me. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. One thing I would really encourage for like maybe more so maybe black men, like you don't actually have to punish yourself so much i mean there's a lot of men that i've like encountered in my life that they would say oh yeah i'm sleeping on the floor i will i'm not gonna go i can afford a holiday but i'm not gonna go yet because i'm not here yet Mm. and you're literally depriving yourself of like life experiences which are great Mm. just because you feel like you're not worthy enough of these things yeah um yeah it's frustrating man and it's this it's even similar to it relates to this submission it's like Mm. you spend your whole life talking about how much you want to be rich and 
what for? Do you even allow yourself to take a step back and, and say like, pet what for? Hmm. Yeah, boy, when I'm this, da, 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 I'm gonna be. Di- <laughs> I hate it so when much. I'm this, da, da, when I'm this, all these hypotheticals. Yeah, what are you doing it for? What are you chasing riches mm. for? Do you have a dream? Because you'll talk to a lot of people that are like, when I'm rich, I'm just gonna buy a yacht. They're gonna be in the middle of the sea. They've never Can swam in swim? their life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never swam a day in their life. You're actually in sick. Yeah. Never swam a day in your life. You've you've never even seen the sea. Yeah. All you've seen is grey skies in London. Yeah. Dream, 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 dream. Where's the reality? You need to I'm not saying I don't know, buy your yacht now, but mm. in order for this to be make for it to make sense for this to be a part of your lifestyle, you have to allow yourself tastes yeah. of it. And that's when it, again, that's when you're gonna start experiencing imposter syndrome because you're gonna be suddenly placed in these places. And for, so, for example, food, mm. you might not be able to afford a fancy meal in Mayfair, but you might be able to make it at home. Yeah. And then when you go into this restaurant, you kind of can't pronounce the things on the menu. Yeah. It's uncomfortable because yeah. that's that's what you think that makes you feel good and makes you look rich. But yeah. maybe you're not actually interested in that kind of food. Yeah. So that's what, you know, everyone gets onto men and the men saying that, oh, you all this calamari. <laughs> <laughs> we go to fancy restaurant. It's a thing, but like maybe indulge like within your price range at the moment or mm. things that you think you like build your interest because Absolutely. when you're around people who actually been about it for a long time it's uncomfortable you yeah, know yeah it really is it uncomfortable is. that P- poverty ptsd really be messing people up <laughs> yeah because that's that's what it is it's like you're so scared to spend money now mm. you're scared to have a nice thing mm. but when are you going to sit down and think about the fact that that's supposedly what you've been spending your whole life working towards like yeah. these this babe Oh, we're teaching people financial literacy. Da, 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 da. Somebody had done it. They had the financial literacy. They got the money. And you're fuming. Yeah. <laughs> that when they're spending their money, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. But yeah, it's not It's not there. It isn't her fault. No, it's not her fault. But we've been, needs, a, we've been a little bit harsh on her. A little bit, yeah. yeah. But I, I think, yeah, obviously, Mel's a girl, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'll swing for my name. She drop that name. <laughs> we're being harsh, but I think, I do take this stuff personally. Like I'm a yeah. black woman seeking this lifestyle mm. and people are going to tell me that I shouldn't have it when I do. Mind your business, yeah. I beg. Mind your own. Mind your own, honestly. How long have we been talking? It's 6.55. Oh. Yeah, I think it's probably been around an hour. Because... We got here. We were supposed to start at five thirty. Oh, I think we've probably got maybe like five five minutes. minutes. Yeah, because yeah. I think around. I think maybe like twenty two. You said, "Can I go show?" Exactly. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> on a more positive. <laughs> no <On a> positive. <laughs> no. What, what's going on that's positive in life at the moment? Uh, in the world. <sighs> Anything positive happening in your own life? My life. I feel like I'm doing, handling things better. Aww. I'm handling adversity better. It makes me feel good. I'm I am becoming more comfortable within my body. Yay! Yeah. It's interesting actually because I can identify that I don't feel good. But then also I'm like, okay, it just is what it is. Yeah, yeah. And we can work on it. I'm someone, if I'm not feeling good in my body, let's just, let me just be honest if yeah. i'm feeling really fat i'm like oh my god juice for a week mm. and now i'm like you know what maybe work out three times a week yes in order to just slowly get to my yeah whatever yeah. The, i don't really have a goal to be honest yeah. i think it i know when i feel good in myself yeah i always feel good when there's a certain tightness to me mm, um, same, yeah yeah and i think at the moment i'm just feeling a bit ugh, yeah a bit meh. yeah but um 
No, that's going well for me. Oh yeah, I'm so happy. Yeah, they're just. I don't and know. It's hard in winter as well. Yeah, there's just some. I think maybe a maturity that I'm forming. So it's totally for you. Yeah, mm. I can relate. I feel like I'm having a very similar thing at the moment. I'm trying to attach less to like my physicality. Mm. Basically, today, funnily enough, I had a real long thought process about the fact that I've never minded my face. I like my face. Like I actually oh, like yeah, my yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. I am my type facially, but I have hated my body my entire life. And today mm. I was thinking, wow, basically I, I did a workout today. The workout was dead. Mm. And I looked in the mirror while I was getting ready and I was like, oh, all I need is two weeks of consistency and I'll be where. And then I thought, Fola, you've been saying that your whole life. Yes. <laughs> you've been saying you give two weeks for your whole life. You're 30 <laughs> years of age now. Yeah. Another two weeks. You think it's all going to be. Do you know you're gonna Maybe just get just accept who I am? Yeah, no, you should. <laughs> like, it's good. It's good to have goals, and I think it's good to be. Cons- you're really good at that, actually. Like you, w- working out is a part of your lifestyle. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. Huh? It's a lifestyle. Huh? It's a lifestyle. No, made me do it. <laughs> no, made us do it. No, actually, we're dragging. Yeah, we're actually dragging it. She yeah. does not know us. Mel made me work out. <laughs> Mel made me work out. She's polite sometimes. I've seen her. <laughs> Oh, actually begs really <laughs> begging <laughs> Mel is the best influence we've ever seen in our time how dare you <laughs> how dare you offend Mel you offend me if you offend Mel <laughs> no, we I'm took actually, it too far I'm actually really embarrassed we're not actually reflecting up. I'm a little bit embarrassed actually <laughs> we need to call the episode Mel when we do it yeah yeah I actually think we should yeah yeah Mel made us do it yeah but um, yeah, no, um, a newfound confidence within myself, um, which feels great. I also feel like just a bit blessed as well, I guess. I'm showing more gratitude for things. Oh, you're going to make me cry. Yeah, I think sometimes when I get up in the morning, I'm like, wow, well, like I feel really blessed to just be up and yeah. out. I don't know. This is, I hear you. I mean, maybe my cheesy bag at the moment. Oh, that's I'm not sure. But yeah, I just feel like, oh, this is who I am. And yeah, let's go with it. Thank God for that. Even when people keep slapping me in the face. Yeah. And sucking my breasts. It bees like that though. Dry. <laughs> um, Not dry, they're still juicy. Some juicy. Oh God, if anyone w- wants any tits, let me know. I thought you were going to say oh, if yeah, anyone rude. wants to suck your breasts, <laughs> let oh, me God, know. I was imagine? thinking, um, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get us banned on this boys. app. <laughs> 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 I'm to suck my breasts. <laughs> Cost of living in that. Whoa. Kind of suck. <laughs> A pound. A pound of Cheap ass. After this whole episode is about black women oh, yeah, loving cheap. themselves and knowing they are worthy. I still got One pound. <laughs> Disgusting. How much would I charge? For a tea suck. A grand. And maybe what I'll do, I'll put like this like huge kind of like um, cardboard thing and I'll cut like two holes out and put my breast <laughs> in. So it's anonymous. It's anonymous. <laughs> That's the thing, you know. I think they call them peepholes. But like people sex. put their vagina and then you yeah. have sex with a random vagina but you know i don't get i guess this might be adre- adrenaline but i'm like why not just get a sex toy that sucks you that like, it's the exact same thing that, that thing that thing actually exists what i want to try it um it's like a, a toy that sucks your fanny yeah yeah like yeah suction. but i don't get it because there's no like do you put water in it or something oh for lubrication yeah i, I think there's some with water i've seen some with water in it 
We're childish enough. I think we spoke about something recently. Oh, a cock ring. We didn't know what a cock ring does. Yeah. We're inexperienced. You know what? When I get married, my husband's going to... You know when I was younger? Boy. I always used to say, boy, when I get married, that's when <laughs> the real freak's going to come out. My husband's going to get all the best sides of me. <laughs> that's what the hoes be thriving because they've been doing exactly. this. <laughs> that's how I justify laying on my back. <laughs> yeah. Doing nothing. When you're my husband, though. Suddenly, I'm gonna have energy. Suddenly, <laughs> you'll be struggling in that area too, boy. Wait, oh, what? <laughs> All right, talk for yourself. It's all coming out now, isn't it? Uh, I actually had a shower thought because the last episode, I think I said anal because you kept talking about anal and you were like, not talking about it on the pod. And I was oh. thinking, we never followed up on that. <laughs> what do you want from me? The truth. <laughs> Have I done anal before? Stay tuned for episode number 51. I think you have, but I'm just Well, it's obvious. But I just didn't know, Rukia. Why would I say, oh, hey, follow you, right? Done (laughs) anal anal today. (laughs) But I think I would. Would you? Yeah. I'm not confirming that, by the way. But You um, just said you did. But with who? (laughs) Oh, no, you're taking it. (laughs) (laughs) Is it like a frequent occurrence? Or was it a, a like a one-off? No, it's not something I frequently do. But sometimes. I have in the past. <laughs> it's just that you learn something new every day. <laughs> oh my I'm not gosh. outraged in any sense at all. I couldn't be. But it's just I Wait, didn't so know this right. about you. Let's just... Okay, have you done that either? I'm assuming not. Not talking about it on a pod. <laughs> because... Have you not? Not talking about it on a pod. That's what you You said. have. Huh? Not talking about <laughs> <laughs> scratch the record, bitch. <laughs> no, you give me bare energy, yeah. And I'm so sure you have. No, what I am shocked about is that I didn't know for you. So I'm oh. like, who are you? I feel like I don't know you. Oh, okay. Because yeah. why I didn't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> I have so many questions. I've also got a hamster as well. You've got it already. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Rookie, so you didn't know my me. face dropped. You stupid cow! I don't even know you. <laughs> I would know so with funny. that. I would actually be offended. No, I'll let you know if I got a hamster. That's wild. Which I'm never gonna get. But, but you should have told me you had anal as well. <laughs> you should have. Well, I'll keep you updated on my sexual activity. Yes, uh, you should. <laughs> I have something to update you about. Ooh. <laughs> um, scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. But yeah, I do. Yeah. See, because, uh, and I was like, am I a creep? Because I was like, oh, I'm going to tell Ricky. What did you do? Don't worry. Not on the pod, not on the pod. But you've been, you've been alone. <laughs> Have you not? <laughs> I'm really confused. We'll talk about it later. But All right. yeah, I, that's why I'm like, oh, is this not a shared sentiment of, you tell me what's stuff happens. <laughs> All right, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. <laughs> Right, anyway, guys, <laughs> me and Follow clearly have to catch Marital up. Marital issues. Yeah, it's <laughs> got stuff going on. Pod might end tonight. <laughs> but um, yes, thank you so much for listening. Thank Any church announcements? Um, church announcements. No, other than like, as a one year birthday to us. Yeah. Just push us. Please. Tell a friend. Yeah. Post on your story. Tag us. We have so many really, like, really nice and interactive people. I love that. We get sick DMs every day. Yeah, we do. Just encouraging us. Um, repost from people that we've never interacted with. I love that. So, yeah, just keep doing that. Because it, it makes us. us feel good. And also, yeah, promote the pod. <laughs> yeah. And sorry to say it, but 
we have 189 stars now. I know. And my dream would be to get to 200. Yeah, that would be nice. By that the would end be, of the year. That would be really nice. That's I think we can hard. do that. Yeah, We definitely can. Yeah. For a little push. Do love a star. I do love you. Follow. Aww. And I do love our listeners. I love you too. I love you so much. I love our listeners too. Love y'all. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com